The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Ralph Northam is joining the tax cut bandwagon on his way out of office. The Democrat is calling for lawmakers to eliminate the state's tax on groceries, echoing a promise from the Republican who will succeed him, Glenn Youngkin. Ben Pavier has more. Northam says Virginia's grocery tax hits lower-income households hardest. Like Youngkin, he campaigned on eliminating it. The Democrat also wants to give Virginia households a one-time check of $250, double that for married couples, and additional rebates for lower-income families. Virginia is projected to run a surplus for the next two years. Youngkin campaigned on returning some of that money to taxpayers, and Northam says his proposal will maximize benefits for working people. Some experts warn that if the projections don't pan out, local governments may have to cut services like education. Northam's proposal will be reshaped by lawmakers next year. Ben Pavier, VPM News. A spokesperson for Yunkin said Northam's plans help lay the groundwork for the Republican to make good on his campaign promises. Mountain Valley Pipeline, LLC, secured a key permit from the State Water Control Board yesterday. The citizen members of the board voted 3-2, to two, agreeing with state regulators that the project's plans for laying pipe across streams, creeks, and wetlands would sufficiently protect surface water. Patrick Larson reports. The Mountain Valley Pipeline, which has so far weathered extensive public opposition and legal challenges, now has permission from Virginia to carry out its water-crossing plans in the state. However, other approvals are needed. Similar water-crossing permits are still under consideration by the Army Corps of Engineers and the state of West Virginia. In a release, the company said it was pleased with the board's decision. The pipeline opposing Protect Our Water Heritage Rights Coalition says Mountain Valley's track record of over 300 environmental violations should have been disqualifying. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A Central Virginia group has been named a finalist in the $1 billion Build Back Better Challenge from the Economic Development Administration. The Advanced Pharmaceutical Manufacturing Cluster Growth Project was also awarded $500,000 as part of the EDA's program. The money will go to further developing the pharmaceutical industry in the Richmond and Petersburg areas. Finalists can compete for $100 million. Under the American Rescue Plan, EDA was allocated $3 billion to help communities accelerate the economic recovery from the coronavirus pandemic. COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations are increasing in the Commonwealth and throughout the D.C. region. Colleen Grablick from partner station WAMU has an update. New infections in D.C. are nearly double what they were this time last month, and hospitalizations from the virus have also doubled in recent weeks. Unvaccinated individuals account for the majority of the latest infections, according to the city's data. The picture looks similar across the region. Hospitalizations doubled in Maryland over the past three weeks, and Virginia reported a roughly 43% increase in COVID patients in the past month. The uptick follows Thanksgiving holiday travel. It also comes as all three jurisdictions report initial cases of the Omicron variant. Two doses of a vaccine remain effective in preventing severe illness and death, but officials are urging all eligible residents to get their booster shots. I'm Colleen Grablick. 
In a joint statement, Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner announced the Richmond International Airport Control Tower will remain operational around the clock. The Federal Aviation Administration had considered closing the tower from midnight to 5 a.m. The FAA completed a study of the airport's operational costs and concluded the viability of keeping the operating hours for the tower at Richmond International. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, December 14th, 2021 at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.